Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their multicultural mess and secular scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you had a great day. Um, I'm sorry I'm a little bit under the weather in the sense that I've been coughing a little bit more than usual this evening, so my voice might be a little bit hoarse and I might stop in between to have a sip of water and I do apologize for that, but Thank you for joining me today. Uh, I hope you're having a better day. Um, and it, it's really be good to be here and, and have this conversation every evening with you. So um, let's get straight down to it. Today's topic is about the Queensland state in Australia, the state of Queensland, or Queensland state as they're called. Uh, Passed a law, my dear friends. Uh, the law says displaying swastikas and other hate symbols in all uh, in Queensland could result in jail. So let's read the article here in the Brisbane Times. People showing Nazi symbols will face jail times or fines on the proposed law in Queensland and Tasmania. Victoria and New South Wales are already criminalized the display of Nazi symbols. While bans are also planned, uh, while bans are also planned in Western Australia in and in um, a, the ACT, Attorney Queensland Attorney General Shannon Fentiman tabled a bill on Wednesday to outlaw the display, distribution, and publication of extremist hate symbols, such as the Nazi Hakenkraus or the Hooked Cross. She said new laws were needed to counter incidents, including a pig's head left at the Gold Coast Mosque, Nazi propaganda pamphlets being put in a home home mailboxes in Brisbane's West. Uh, He was seen horrifying. He we also seen horrifying scenes in Melbourne where neo-Nazis have attended anti-trans rallies to spread fear, hatred and division, Fentiman told the parliament. These views and hatred uh, that they represent have no place in Queensland and no place in our country. The ban will also cover social media posts and public display of tattoos. Offenders will face prison terms of up to three years under the proposed laws. Performing a Nazi salute in public will be considered an aggravating factor in sentencing uh, for public nuisance, uh, nuisance offenses, offenses as well. Hate symbols will be able to be added to the ban list through regulation, meaning new laws won't need to be passed and extend the reach. We will be able to respond to new symbols or hate movements that unfortunately emerge. Queensland and Tasmania bills uh, make exceptions for religious groups, including Hindus, Buddhists and Jains who used the swastika for millennia before it was appropriated by the Nazis. There will also be sensible exemptions in Nazi symbols are displayed for cultural, academic and educational purposes in opposition to fascism, Nazism and neo-Nazism in both states. Queensland Premier Anastasia uh, said it was time to take more decisive action against vilification and hate, particularly with the state's new Holocaust Museum set to open this year. 
I have spoken about the experiences of my own family who fled post-Second World War Europe to seek a better life here. We must never forget history and its ongoing legacy in our community. Oh my God. Um, So basically, let me just explain this to you. Um, This is a law bought by a state, one of the states of, uh, of Australia. Um, and she, and, and the, uh, <clears throat> the state passed a law or is in the process of passing a law, uh, which says basically, uh, a Nazi symbol, anti-Semitism hate symbols. And basically they've used anti-Semitism to, to bring down, um, anti-Semitism to bring down, to bring this law and under the garb of anti-Semitism, uh, you have all, all, um, symbols appropriated to anti-Semitism, which is obviously the Nazi symbols. Uh, <clears throat> they're the ones who are going to be put down. Now, why this? Okay. Let's start with yesterday. We had, um, yesterday we had a podcast and in that podcast, we talked about, uh, de-dollarization where, uh, the dollar was pegged to no, uh, no system, um, um, no condition, uh, no gold, no silver. It's not pegged to anything. And it is just printed in mass. Uh, and by that mass, they can control the world, control the economics, finances, uh, inflation uh, up and down. <clears throat> they transfer the load, <clears throat> the burden of inflation everywhere. And basically, that's what it is. Um, and what they do is also, uh, you know, have currencies, uh, make sure that no one else challenges their dollar. And the moment there is <clears throat> someone challenging their dollar, they will invoke tensions. They will pre- uh, they will run for cover and then they will send their armies and say, oh, no, we're going for police action. We're going to stop, uh, uh, make sure there's calm and peace. In the meanwhile, there will be this uh, police action will then escalate to war and it'll become a full fledged war <clears throat> and the country will be destroyed. <clears throat> so they invoke and stoke tensions, they start wars, they have regime changes, all to uh, make sure that no one gets off their um, p- uh, plantation, their financial plantation. They are dependent on the American uh, state, on the dollar. <clears throat> and if not, <clears throat> they will employ their goons, they will rent an army like the Kalistanis, and uh, they will r- rent guerrilla warfares, uh, war- warriors like the Taliban. They will create uh, groups. Uh, they will create um, fascist groups like Antifa and so on and so forth, only to get their agenda done, stoke the tensions, make people scared, uh, <clears throat> light the fires, burn buildings, burn this, burn that. And guess what? After in the end of the day... Um, you know, it's just to, to create a nightmare scenario, create a war. And once that war comes in, you know, their dollar goes up because now they're, they're investing in military action and military equipment and all of that. Plus, the dollar is strong again. Uh, and that's exactly what they want. So, um, 
we also talked about yesterday how India was going to get off the <clears throat> was already in the force of de-dollarization on this path of de-dollarization uh, and then many other countries who are joining them and India is taking the lead for de-dollarization they've gone to uh, they're using um, a UPI they are now using um, the rupee the rupee no more mastercard visa well they've limited the the use they're going to um, <clears throat> use rupee the UPI is being used all over the world so they're really getting off the dollar and obviously the United States do not like this and their allies so guess what what their allies are doing they are doing everything in the world to stoke tensions okay and stoking tensions uh creating a screen uh, a smoke screen the moment they create a smoke screen then they'll they'll send their uh, their goons their hood their their mafia their guerrilla warfare warriors their taliban uh the jihadis uh Khalistanis are specifically sent so who's sponsoring this tal- uh, the Khalistanis, the canadians uh, Canadian uh, Prime Minister. You have uh, the Muslim Brotherhood, who is an alliance with the Canadian Prime Minister and the U.S. Pro- and the U.S. President Biden. You have the Brits allowing them to run loose. The Australians letting them to run loose. The um, the English uh, the um, uh, and now you have um, other states too. Um, well, UK UK. Uh, U.S., Canada, and Australia. Now, all these states f- giving them open platforms only to stoke tensions with, um, with uh, the Indian state, within the Indian state from the inside. And one of these um, anti-Hindu, anti-India um, methods is to make everything Hindu uh, into a fascist uh, cauldron, uh, barbaric, uh, patriarchal. So they paint themselves as morally superior. They paint themselves as egalitarian, um, you know, um, uh, multiculturalism, pluralism, secularism. They come out with all these isms, 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 and then sit on this high pedestal, which they have made for themselves, and then they pass moral laws on each other and say, okay, you're bad, you're fascist, you're this, you're that, but I am, I am safe. I am safe because I'm hiding behind this smokescreen law that I've created for myself, but behind the scene, they're the ones who's stoking all the tension. So this is one of them um, in the Queensland in Australia, the Queensland state, uh, in in my opinion, this is another um, this is another journey, uh, a nail uh, that they are. The West is trying. Uh, Western um, countries, not countries, but you know, governments are trying to put into India's um, India's back because they do not want their Abrahamic supremacy to lose, to break up into a million pieces and, and, and lose power. Uh, they have made sure that to brainwash the planet, that Abraham is the best, the only thing to do and only way to go. And anyone who doesn't suit my worldview is going down the drain. And one of them is India with Dharma. 
So any dharmic symbol is now a hate speech, is a fascist symbol, and they have the moral authority to tell you that you know you're falling, you are standing behind a fascist signal. Uh, now, um, this, my dear friends, is is the hypocrisy of the Australian state of Queensland. So, uh, because it's very easy to put the swastika there, and they all stand behind the anti-Jew, anti-Jew, the anti-Semitism. Um, guess what? Uh, they can use that Nazi symbol, the swastika of Hitler, as a, a hate symbol. And they say, "Oh, we'll make an exception for um, we'll make an exception for Hindus." Um, and for, to use it, Dharmic, to use it, uh, Buddhists and Jains. But how many Buddhists and Jains are there really in, 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 in Australia and Queensland or anywhere in the world? They're mostly Hindus. Now, who in their right mind, which person, a lay person, is going to know the difference between the Nazi symbol and the, um, um, and the symbol of, of uh, the swastika used by Dharma? Which person? Which group is going to know? They, they mostly they see the swastika and they have no idea. Absolutely no idea. So the first thing they're going to do is they're going to throw stones. They're going to accuse the person of hate speech. The person will lose the job. The person will, will, um, um, will um, you know, be banned from places, be banned from here because people are not going to understand. Now, what is... Uh, interesting to note that until the 1940s, okay, everyone all over the world, the swastika was still used. All you got to do is Google swastika used all over the world. Swastikas all over the world. Until the 1940s, you even had hockey teams with swastikas, my friend. Hockey teams, ice hockey teams with swastikas. It is incredible how much it was used all over the world. All of a sudden, because it was used all over the world, it was easier for the Nazis, for the Jews, sorry, the Nazis, Hitler, to use this. Because it was a common symbol. It was not something was taken out of the blue. Uh, everyone used the Nazi symbol. And you can Google it. So he didn't... Um, Hitler did not invent a symbol. He took something that was common to show that he was superior. He was part of the crowd. He was part of the gang. He, he was not left behind because you have to remember Germany was going through massive economic crisis uh, after the First World War. Um, and so he didn't want to be left behind. And so he used something that was very common during this time. And that common symbol because it was stood for nobility and stood for peace, uh, was the swastika. He used it and manipulated it for his own doing. Um, and he killed six million Jews among the millions of other people who also died in the war, which is approximately 60 million is what the figures are. 60 million people died in the, in, in the Second World War. Um, and in Europe, so Europeans fighting Europeans, that's not bad. Um, but no, uh, the swastika is bad. Now, this is part of the baggage of the wider Abrahamic world to criminalize anything that's Hindu. So they can't do it overtly, okay? So they have to do it under the table. Now, criminalize Nazi groups means automatically uh, all these liberal groups will say, see, oh, all the Hindus are Nazis. Uh, and this, you already have this going on on the internet. Oh, Hindu Nazis, Nazis, oppressors, Nazis, um, 
and you, you literally have not only Indians, you have South Asians, Pakistanis saying that, you have, you have Europeans, people who are colonizers saying that, you have Muslims saying that, people who have colonized. Islam is a colonizing empire. Um, and they are the ones that are calling others oppressors when the actual oppressors is the Islamic colonial empires and the Christian empires. Uh, but no, you have to... Take your moral superiority. This is what you call, this is what supremacy is. Uh, stand on your pedestal and point your fingers at others. And this is the journey that they are going on. Now, um, obviously, like I said, they are not going to, people are not going to understand the difference. So there's going to be violence. And this is what they want. They want violence. They want to create a divide and rule. They want to create a divide. Once they create the divide, they'll stop the tensions. They'll say, see, we told you this fellow is a Nazi. He's a Hindu Nazi. Um, he is fascist. He is uh, an oppressor. And they will automatically force you to either leave your religion or they will force you to get out of the country. This is what is coming, my friends. This is part of the um, Hindu phobia or anti-Hindutva uh, group. They are all together. Um, now, let's say that, you know, you for hypothetical reasons, you say, well, then the, the swastika is bad. Because, oh my God, it killed, it killed 6 million Jews. But the Europeans killing Europeans, 60 million approximate people died in, in the Cold Wars. Two, cold, two wars, World War I and World War II, one after the other, um, within not even within thirty years, less than thirty years, and you're telling me Europeans killing each other, which means Christians killing far less Christians. That's not bad. Sixty million died because of the war. I mean, Hitler did not kill sixty millions, uh, and and these were European groups who were fighting European groups. 60 million people died in the war. That is not bad. Why don't we ban the Christian symbol, the cross? I mean, 2,000 years of wars, killings, genocides, uh, destruction of civilizations. The South American civilization went bust. The Mayan civilization, the natives of Americas, the African civilizations all lost out to the Christian groups and Islamic groups. I mean, Islam has taken, destroyed uh, civilization after civilization and rebranded whatever they thought was good enough for them. So they took temples which were already there, they removed the idols, they removed all the decorations, put their stamp on it, and there we go. This is what it's done in, in, in Pakistan. This is what is done in India, on the Indian subcontinent. A huge part of their mosques are actually Hindu fortresses and Hindu temples from the Gyanwapi to the Taj Mahal to the Red Fort. Uh, they are all Hindu mosques, uh, Hindu temples. Um, but no, you can't do it. Uh, you can't, they had, do not have the guts to say to them, we're going to make the Islamic symbols uh, a Nazi symbol, a hate speech campaign. They don't have the guts, but they have the guts to, to do it against the Hindus because Hindus are weak. And this, my dear friends, is Abrahamic supremacy. This is not about hate speech because if you, have the, if you really care about hate speech, you will understand that the three fingers are pointing back at you. Your, um, 
it's your currents that form the waves. You can't point the finger, hate speech at someone else because it's you're showing others a mirror image of who you are. Your currents form the hate speech, but you do not want to take that. You do not want to blame, uh, to destroy every Christian symbol because it's your church. You do not want to destroy a, a, a Muslim symbol because you'll be, be made into an Islamophobe. Uh, but you have the guts, the guts to stand up against uh, Vedic symbols, Dharmic symbols, and blur the image pass out a false message that it was a Nazi symbol and then come down and clamp down on, uh, use a backdoor method to stoke tensions, divide and rule, and guess what? You will want to eliminate another civilization. Like the, like the uh, Australians, the early colonizers in Australia, what did they do to the natives of Australia? They destroyed them. They destroyed the natives of Australia. Um, what is left of the natives of Australia? So you're telling me uh, people in, in glass houses have the balls to tr sto throw stones? Do they have the balls to throw stones? Uh, no, um, they don't, but they are doing it. They, they do not want to say that they have, they are, there's more hate, uh, there's more negativity, there's more destruction for the Maoris or the Maori people of the natives uh, of Aboriginal people of South America. But no, they have the moral high ground to pass a law for hate speech for someone else on another continent because they are still in the business of destroying civilizations that do not fit their world view. That is the long and the short of the story, my friends. Um, and this is just part of it. And I was reading um, uh, a pop-up, or should I say, something from, um, his name is Ben Shapiro. And he says, the legacy media have a preset narrative machine when it comes to mass shootings. He's talking about the shootings in the US. <laughs> but, you know, it, it could be said for anything, anything, for uh, creating, creating divide and rule, stoking tensions. Uh, this is the legacy media have a preset narrative machine. He says the narrative machine takes into account the identities of the shoot of the of the person and the victims and churns out an explanation for a shooting. A white shooter, a black victim, uh, uh, systemic racism, black shooter, white victims, alienation caused by systemic ra racism, Muslim shooter, gay victims, or Christian homophobia. I mean, it doesn't stop. And this is what he's talking about. It's incredible. The narrative machine. So they set their narrative. Uh, they set, put the machine in function. And um, they churn out... Uh, the narrative, the identities, and they will use one against the other. They have a preset template of you. You say anything to a Muslim, it's Islamophobia. Preset template to anything that that um, does not align with their views. Oh, uh, you're racist. You're systemic racist. Uh, you're black. You're white. You're an oppressor. Us versus them. Hindus are bad. Hindus are fascist. Hindus are pagans. Hindus are, are um, kufr, najas. And this is the name calling that has gone on for 3,000 years because they cannot take that the earth is not 
flat my friend the earth is not flat so you you will spend your entire life spitting on people pointing fingers at others going us versus them you versus me oppressor versus oppressed but you're not going to be doing anything about it because it's your currents that form the waves you are cyclic there is no uh, us versus them. There is no heaven versus hell. There is no God versus Satan. There is no uh, fascist versus egalitarian. You are an electromagnetic field and the entire planet and the cosmos is an electromagnetic vacuum. Or what I, I wouldn't say vacuum, an electromagnetic energy field. And we all work in the same ways, in frequencies. Uh, in cyclic frequencies and these cycles move in currents and waves it's your currents that form the waves. so when you point the fingers at others you do not do not define who they are but when you point the fingers at others you show me a mirror image of who you are so if the queens people of queensland the people of australia the people of of the so-called abrahamic empires want to criminalize uh the swastika go ahead have the guts however to criminalize any Islamic symbol, uh, criminalize any Christian symbol, including the cross, for all the genocides and the hate that they have gone on for 3,000 years. This is not to uh, forget the fact that the biggest anti-Semitism was, was done by, by Christians uh, in um, Christians in Europe, uh, you have the, the Christian empires came, the Portuguese came to India, and in Goa they had the, uh, the Portuguese Inquisition, which was originally for Jews that were, uh, were converted by force. So when Jews were converted by force, um, these uh, um, Portuguese invaders, they absolutely came and, and had the Inquisition to make sure that the the, the Jews were converted, maintain did not go back to their original religion. Uh, and so that, that was a genocide, and that was hate speech. And if the Christians are committing, killing more Jews than Hitler, why are the crosses not in the garbage bin? Why the most Islamic symbols not in the garbage bin? But that's what uh, Abraham is about. It's about supremacy. I am the truth the way, the life. Everyone else is a bunch of garbage bins because they only understand that the earth is flat. And if the earth is flat, you all you have to do is pass a law and everything's going to heal. But the earth is not flat and your laws don't work because you're still um, with your supremacy. You're still with your ignorance. You're still calling people names by the very basis of calling someone a hate speecher, a hate speech accusing someone of that's hate speech in itself by a, the moment you accuse someone of something that's also hate speech so if you have the right why doesn't someone else have the right because you do not want to take your responsibility and then you will not get equal opportunity you made people who are the same a mirror image of who you are um, and that, my dear friend, is no longer acceptable. But what can you tell a bunch of liberals who think that they're so egalitarian, that they have the moral authority to look down on the world and everyone has to bow in submission to them. So they hold you, hold you hostage with their hate speech and you're so taken aback, you do not react. In the meanwhile, they've occupied rent-free space in your mind and that needs to go. Um, and on BBC, there was um, the, the same... Uh, agenda, the same institution that uh, put out this documentary on Modi, um, 
they came out with an Indian origin um, comedian on BBC. Um, basically, he was insulting um, Rishi Sunak. And there was another Indian com- uh, person there, absolutely useless, called Narinder Kaur, I think. I'm not sure what her name is. She was there too. And she was um, saying how, how Rishi Sunak was a coconut. Now, how will you, do you know what's a coconut? A coconut is someone who is from Asia, Africa, um, um, you know, the Middle East. They're brown on the outside and they're white in the inside. That means we do not stick to a set template of our communities that left, uh, that are microcosms of the countries we left behind. We've moved on. We have our own life. We still, uh, in some way, uh, owe allegiance, not allegiance, but we, well, we, we love our native lands. But at the same time, we do not want to repeat the same mistakes. We do not want to live in that same mentality, that same muck that the people, the immigrants come here and do. Uh, we have evolved. We have moved forward. We are modern. We are forward thinking. We change. We evolve. We have these conversations. Uh, we take our responsibility, and we're able to take that responsibility. We are able to have that conversation, uh, but uh, some people don't like it. You have to be. Uh, a brown person or white person, they put you in these compartments and then they make you, force you to swallow your culture in the times that your parents and grandparents left the continent. Uh, And so you're stuck as a hostage in their ideology. They've never moved ahead and they transfer their guilt to you and make you hostage of their guilt. So uh, if you move away from this, you're called a coconut. So this Indian origin man on the BBC was given a platform on the BBC and this lady was given, Narinder Kaur, I think, was given a platform on the BBC and she, they were calling, um, she was calling, uh, I think, Rishi Sunak, uh, um, a coconut um, and she said even she's been called a coconut. It, it's okay to call further Indian, uh, fellow Indians. It's okay to call fellow Desis or brown people, um, uh, you know, um, uh, coconuts or uh, insult them. What, again, this is another uh, woke, you know, people who who been brainwashed, Abrahamic colonization of their mind. You call them woke right now. They are so um, multiculturalism. This is their secularism. It's not about... Um, it's not about economics. It's not about empowerment with knowledge. It's not about empowerment with cycles. Understanding the shakti from the inside, uh, the benefits of your of your spirit, your cycles, your your energy field. How to empower that energy field with knowledge, with balance. Having that conversation, empowering yourself, and rising up above the status quo. It's not about that. It's about name calling. Uh, it's not about economics. It's about about shutting people down, taking away their, their economic lifelines. Uh, it's about degrading people, standing on your high pedestal and giving your moral uh, superiority and expecting everyone to submit to your slander. That is what the woke brigade is. Um, and she was sitting there saying it's okay for brown people um, to call other brown people names. Now, and this is BBC, okay? Uh, Of course, she was talking on another channel, on channel GB. But uh, she also, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, has a platform uh, on the BBC. Um, 
but the actual text, the actual video clip was about um, another uh, Indian origin man also insulting Rishi Sunak. Uh, and so insulting anyone is wrong. What gives you the chance to say um, it's okay to insult someone else just because of the color of the skin? In, in, in the beginning, I just couldn't even understand why, since when we start using the color of our skin uh, in any context whatsoever, didn't we know that we, are all, uh, we all have shakti, we're made of... Uh, um, we are made of the atma from the inside. The yoga, we are, the yoga is to join the, the packets of data, the cycles of energy inside us, the data, the universe inside us, the atma and the paratma. Um, that is what yoga is. That is what in, uh, you know, ancient India is. Um, why are we, we saying it's okay to spit on someone else? Because that's what they want to do. They want to put everyone down, anyone who doesn't submit to them, uh, especially Asians, especially South Asians, uh, and especially Hindus. Now, you have Hamza Yusuf there. If, if someone said anything to Hamza Yusuf, the first minister of Scotland, everyone will say, oh, Islamophobia, Islamophobia, hate speech, that's why we're okay. But, you know, you find anyone um, saying anything uh, against the Hindus, it's okay. It's okay to call Hindus coconut. It's okay to call Asians coconut. It's okay to call brown people. It's okay to spit on, on, on your people or anyone for that matter, according to this group. And anyone who rises above their worldview, their economic slavery, will then be you know, put back in their space. And one of this is giving a platform to these disgusting activists um and the hypocrisy that uh they are allowed to use bbc which is not supposed to be political uh but is everything but political uh as a platform to stoke tensions within the community between communities so when the lester violence happened it was hindus versus muslims so they were stoking it left right and center now it's okay to stoke tensions within communities so uh, asians sp spitting on other asians calling them names uh hate speech names uh coconuts that's okay uh, they don't understand that we are currents and waves and that you're an electromagnetic field. If you insult others, other people have the right to do the same thing to you because you will only attract people who are mirror image of who you are. You won't attract any other person. Um, so, you know, you can take that decision. Uh, but the BBC is giving a platform to these people. And this is part of a larger agenda. Uh, this includes the Queensland state, in my opinion. Again, this is my opinion. Um, passing laws where swastikas are wrong. Instead of, uh, instead of promoting uh, knowledge, promoting information, promoting, uh, promote, promoting education about the swastikas, how people have used this, uh, thousands of years of people have used this symbol. They are using negative uh, reinforcement and laws that to bring down the swastika and anything related to Hindus. So this is an agenda, just like the Khalistanis are an agenda, paid for and signed by uh, Western powers to bring down Narendra Modi. Uh, but it's not going to happen because we are not uh, the 1980s. We are more intelligent. We are more um, people who have healed, are healing. We're able to have that conversation and stand up to the status quo. So don't feel scared to say it. Um, 
this is all part of a bigger agenda but uh, like i said it's their currents that form the waves it's not the waves that form the currents all we have to do is heal have that not a conversation externalize um share um have those discussions, share it with your friends, your families, and uh, not put yourself in the corner, but get out there and have that voice. It's a right, my friends, it's very healing, and that's the most important thing. Um, swastika has been around for thousands of years, and, and many people have misused it, but it's cyclic. It's a symbol of a cycle and goes round and round and round, um, like the earth, like the cosmos, because we are, we are cyclic, and it never stops. Currents never stops, and waves do not stop. And what they don't understand, these people with the flat earth mentality, that it's not about us versus them. Um, it's eternal. It's anatan. It's, it, it's eternal. Now, however you want to interpret it, it, it doesn't matter. What it's telling you is that the species of life is eternal. The cosmos is eternal. Even if it comes to an end in 5 billion years, there will be another cosmos that will be born out of it. Uh, so like the Big Bang theory was the end of one uh, one cosmos and it was the beginning of something else. And so it's eternal. We are eternal. We are all the same. We are currents and waves. There's no us versus them. Um, and if you want to point the fingers at someone, you're welcome. You need to take your responsibility to have equal opportunity. On that note, my friend, I say thank you very much. I wish you a great day and a great weekend ahead. Cheers.